Hi, this is Betsy Beers. I'm the executive producer of Ray's Anatomy, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, and our new show, The Catch. And this is Shondaland Revealed, the official podcast for the evening that we like to call TGIT, which of course refers to Thursday. And that's on ABC. And this is a very exciting podcast today because I have one of my favorite people in the world here who I've actually known longer than any single person on Scandal and actually known longer than almost anybody I know. I really? don't tend to keep friends very long. But yeah, because we met in like 97, 98, Late something like 90s, that. Yeah, yeah were you like, like 13? No, I wasn't. I was like 20 You were like something. 13. You were so freaking young. <laughs> that, of course, would be uh, Guillermo Diaz, who plays Huck on the fine television program Scandal. It's lovely to see you. Thank you so much Good for coming. Good to see you too. Hi, guys. Hi, everybody. And guess what um, he's wearing today? <laughs> I think you put a fair amount of effort into your outfit today, well, so I think we need to talk about it. First of all, is that black diamond earring? Yeah, but it's not, you know, it's not real diamonds. Well, it's fake, really cool looking black diamond Thank earring. Thank you. And he's wearing an N Bowling t-shirt, which I fully support, which is, seems to be Christmas themed. Yes. It's um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with a standoff of two, three other reindeers who seem to be threatening him, upset about a shiny nose. <laughs> That's Which, exactly do, do we right. think that that's exactly what's happening? But this is the deal. Rudolph, he's standing his ground. He's standing his ground. He's he's trying to end that bullying. He's, he's ending the bullying with his mm-hmm. shiny nose. <laughs> and you're wearing some nice black jeans. And, oh, I like the shoes. Thank you. Those are suede sort of. Yeah, they're sort of high, half like high yeah. tops suede like very, sneaker jams very cute he really he, he brought his a-game today one of us had to bring their a-game today <laughs> and also i just have to mention that you were doing an amazing thing over the weekend this weekend which I was, was i did this uh, 23 hour play fest for i am a theater company which is a theater company that katie lowes who plays quinn and adam shapiro her husband who was also on scandal they're part of this theater company and we do the we do this play festival thing where we show up on, on saturday night at 8 p.m they put us all in groups of actors and writers and the writer goes off that evening and writes a script overnight and we have to be up by 7 a.m. to receive that script and then we start memorizing and we rehearse all day on Sunday and then perform it that evening at 7 so that's been my my last couple of days my last couple of days which is super cool it was really needless to say I didn't go because that would have involved me making an effort or actually knowing about it or probably reading my emails which probably would have been good but I would have liked to go and it sounds great and Katie's theater company is great and Shonda's a supporter and people do really good work there which is cool absolutely now the last time uh, you were here i was out of town oh yeah i think katie was the, yes. the moderator right Wasn't and katie? you and katie yeah. i think did the podcast without me which i think people all over the world right now are going when is that coming back <laughs> let's get that podcast back <laughs> no. And I think during that podcast, you talked a lot about how weirdly now, at this stage of season five, season six, Huck is like the voice of reason. I know, which is so strange. Which when you think about yeah. where we started with this, yeah. kind of tells you how far everybody's yeah. gone. Well, and by this point, right, like everyone, a lot of the characters on the show have actually murdered people. Olivia has murdered someone. The president has murdered someone. Jake, of course. Quinn. Actually, let's I just mean, go through it. So yeah. Charlie, of course, that's his profession. Mm-hmm. Abby, I think, indirectly at this yeah. point, is now involved with some really bad sure stuff, is. which she got dragged into the dirt. Mm-hmm. Cyrus almost whacked his husband. Yeah. Needless to say, Rowan's been... Yeah, it's pretty much full house. I think the only person who's kind of clean and squeaky still is Marcus. I think just Marcus, huh? So Huck's starting to look like little Lord Fauntleroy or something <laughs> sure like. You know, and it's funny when I read those scripts, like when Olivia murdered... The vice president. The vice president. I thought... Wait a minute. 
What's going on? Like, that's my job. I, I got a little bit upset. I was like, come on, guys. This is like, this is totally on your this territory. This is a hot job. Yeah, like, get off my corner. Even like, Sally Langston, job. I think. Well, I think what's interesting now is you're right back to that place of yeah. being the voice of reason because this episode is a lot about that kind of weird feeling of can you believe your instincts and who do you trust? Right. And I mean, you were right about Rowan in this in this episode because yeah. Rowan was different and he has changed and he was in love and there was something going on, but you were wrong about your new girlfriend. I w- I know you would think Huck would have those instincts would have been you know on point for Huck, but yeah, but you know Quinn wasn't wrong. Quinn kept saying you have to really like vet this girl. Is she is she really like who you think she is? And she wasn't. But she's so sweet. The she's so cute. Her yeah. I Phoebe. swear she came in and she was so cute. And I could, uh, I couldn't believe it. But when when she does when you see her turn when she shoots me at the end, you could see it in her eyes. I mean, I was in the scene with her, of course, and I was like, wow, you're so good. That she went. She goes all cold. Innocent. Yeah. Yeah. She gets real like, oh, it was so good. We were spotting this episode, which for any of you guys who don't know what that means, basically when the episode's done, we sit down and then we talk through all the music that goes on and how the cues are sounding and the score and all this kind of stuff. We also do sound design. And the interesting thing watching this episode again is for me, it's like a Hitchcock movie because it's like a paranoid fantasy Mm. because, and it's so much Huck's point of view. Like most of this episode to me is through this filter of everyone telling Huck what he's supposed to be thinking and feeling and trying to sort out what's real and what's not real and never really knowing what's real and what's not real. Mm -hmm. It's such a horror movie. Okay. So some of my favorite scenes in this and then actually an earlier episode are the sparring scenes with you two, which are just delightful. It's the whole idea of you in a ring, like (laughs) each of you punching the lights out of each other. It's just like such a weird form of foreplay, but also delightful and perfectly fine for Huck, I think. Yeah, I got to say, we had such a good time. We went to an actual, I think it was an actual boxing gym, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, we just had such a blast. And every every time we have stunt doubles for all those scenes. So I have a really great stunt double and he looks a lot like me. He's really good. Um, But every time they would put him in the ring, I'd be like... Why, why, why isn't it me? Like, I can do, I want to, I want to do it, you know. I, yeah, it was fun. We had a blast doing it. We have another episode coming up, which mm-hmm. involved, I'm not going to say very much about it, oh, but yeah. it's coming up and it's kind of amazing. We've never done anything like it before. But I always kind of wonder with you guys how much you really do want to do the stunts because we do some pretty yeah. whack stuff on this show, yeah. I have to say. And I watch some episodes and I'm, I'm sort of like, wah. Yeah. I want to, you know, when we get to set and we are, we're actually shooting, like when I read the script, I'm kind of scared at first. And I'm like, oh man, this is going to be challenging and it's going to be tough. But then once we're on set, I'm like, no, I, I, I want to do it. I want to do the stunt. Unless, of course, it's like jumping off a building. Yeah, I'm not good with heights. Do you remember <laughs> the episode where Olivia got abducted? And Scott Foley was like running around in the streets in like his underwear, basically. Oh, yeah. Like, these endless takes of him running up and down stairs. Yes. And, and I remember yes. thinking like, somebody should have gotten him a stunt double. Scott yeah. did a great job. I remember that episode. Do you think Huck's ever going to actually find love? Or do you think he just, because I'm with him. Like, I totally believed her. I think he will. I think he absolutely will. It, it's tough because, you know, the last two girlfriends have been like undercover <laughs> Like train killer spies. Like I mean, in comparison, Quinn is really looking kind of like like a really stable somebody you meet <laughs> on Match.com. Sure yeah. I really want to see Huck end up with Quinn, I got to say. I think you and Three Quarters of America yeah. like, seem to feel that way too. Although everyone loves Charlie. Different yeah, kind of relationship. Whatever. Yeah, I know it's Charlie. Screw Charlie. Yeah, no, he's got sugar. Uh, he's got sugar. Poor George Newbert, who plays Charlie. He always, we, We're always joking that he always either has a donut or candy or Twizzlers or... Cereal. The last scene I, I shot with him, he was eating a, a bowl of cereal. He's always eating some sweet, you know, 
And he's like, oh god! And he has to eat it for the whole for the whole scene. George had to eat a rib sandwich the I remember other that. day, and he said they made they got him a, a tofu. It was tofu. It wasn't actual ribs because it was easier to eat. And George is trying to be really healthy. But he said even that after you know like five takes, you're done. Right? This is a funny conversation. No, it? no, it's, it's kind of weird. That no, we, I'm hungry. No, see me too. Okay, you ready for some fan questions? Let's do it. But I'm I'm gonna ask you, <laughs> Sarah Cassette underscore yo if you could eat only one food for the rest of your life what would it be and why Ooh, that's tough thematically would, based i'm thematic here yeah i would say a really nice salad with a really light nice dressing with grilled chicken i could eat that for the rest of my life if i had to it's healthy i like salad i like chicken that's like so I, weird yeah Do you know what i have for lunch every day what a light salad with chicken oh like every day. I had it yesterday for lunch. I don't. It, I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. So it gives you. A, it fuels you. You it get fuel. You. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Okay, so Sanaa Grant the third at Sursley or Olitz. Oh, this is great. Sursley Olitz. This is the best part. Is where I mispronounce everybody's names. Out of all the craziness Huck's been through, what's the one thing that still haunts him? I think the loss of his family, the loss of his child, of Javi and, and his wife. Yeah. Um, Kim at Scandalfan asked something you've already answered, which is, would you ever want Quinn and Huck to get back together? Absolutely. Hashtag Huckleberry Quinn. Yeah. And um, Kim also wants to know, what is your favorite line that you ever said on Scandal? Do you have a favorite line? <laughs> I, I don't know about a favorite line, but a favorite like monologue. I think it's the monologue I have with Olivia in this episode when we're when they show me the, um, Sandra's body in the trunk oh, yeah. of the car and she's telling me that I'm wrong and I'm like no I'm not wrong you're wrong that monologue was it flowed so well our amazing writers wrote a beautiful piece of work that's, there that's really um, monologue. but you know and then a line maybe I think in the first season I said I will peel you like a grape and people have repeated that line to me sometimes on the streets or <laughs> on the streets you know just randomly oh yeah yeah of course that's, um, that's warm and fuzzy. So if I had to pick a line, it would be that one. I will peel you like a grape. That was fun to say. <laughs> yeah. Kim, Kim has got a lot of questions. Thank you so much, Ooh. Kim. Also wants to know, if you're stranded on an island, which three people would you want there with you and why? Now she's guessing Madonna's number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's such a good question. You know what? I don't know if I'd want Madonna because... I wouldn't want to be in that situation with her because she's such a yes. an idol yeah. to me that I wouldn't I'd, have to want to say to wanna, hey Madonna can you go get some firewood yeah I'd want to keep her safe like in on civilization and, and Madonna not on can this you island. spearfish this yeah I would want a, a chef with me one of the iron chefs they're all good about just all making great, an right? amazing dish out of you nothing know, nothing shells and like. You know, sea salt and Some, uni, and yeah. they'll make this beautiful, they'll make That's dessert true. out of that. And you know, we might want one of the like Iron Chef Japan because Iron Chef Japan they do really, yes. really well with like raw fish. Yes, yes, yes. One of those Some guys. Moto, maybe one of those mm. guys. Yeah. I'd also want like a MacGyver type of person who would, you know, build a shelter. Maybe one of those guys from those home improvement shows. But well, so, you would, you'd need somebody who could actually have functional sets of skills who could build crap. Yes, one of those guys, a chef. And maybe like a musician or a singer, somebody who would keep us entertained. I might vote for a doctor too. Oh, a doctor, that's even better. Like, yeah. I was sort of thinking about like an emergency doctor. Yes, yes. Don't you think? Yeah, in case we get bit by a snake. Oh, yeah, or, like or a maybe spider. like somebody who's worked in the military. Like Owen on Grey's Anatomy. Like maybe oh, he yes. could come. We're good at this. We're is really good. good. We're very we, we could actually, if we were like preppers, yeah. we would be amazing. Because yeah. we would have prepped all this stuff. Yeah. 
But yes. then we also would have to test their personalities to see if we got along with if them. If we got along and we liked them. And it would help if they were hot, too. If they were hot, it would be great. Yeah. Um, Kay wants to know at Anna under slash L971, was Rowan or Eli being in love with somebody? Was that a shocker to you? Yeah, it was a shocker. I think Huck always viewed Rowan as this dark, authoritative figure that had this control over him. And yeah. I don't think he ever thought that he could possibly love or, or have, you know, emotions or feelings for someone the way he did. So yeah, it was absolutely a shocker. There's this great scene in this episode too, where you go down to the subway to kill him. He gives this amazing monologue mm-hmm. and it screws you up to such a degree. And then the mystery woman comes out of the train. That's unbelievable. <sighs> And it's this dynamic between the two of them. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It's just really, really good. Um, Fotini at 23 Ophelia wants to know, do you prefer shooting on set or on location? I like being on set. I like being at the stages. I like our OPA offices and our amazing crew builds so many sets on the stages. Yeah, I prefer being on, on the stages. I prefer being on set, like here at it's home. Much, it's much more manageable. It feels like home, yeah. yeah. Okay, so finally, Fotini also wants to know, who would you like to share more scenes with? Who would I like to share more scenes with? Um, I would say with Melly or with uh, Fitz because I never get to get you to play get with to them. You never get to play with them, no, do you? No, I think in season one, like the On the Trail episode, I had a scene. We, we were in a scene together. That's right. I was Homeless Huck, but we didn't interact. We were just in the room together. So It was just I, a lot of staring at you. and Yeah, yeah. Your I mean, strange beard. Yeah, asking if I was wearing pants. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I remember. That's right. <laughs> and I wasn't. Um, so Melly and Fitz, I would love to have more scenes with. You heard it here first. You heard it here, folks. I'm a method actor. Nobody, too. nobody wears pants yeah. on scandal. Who Not needs it? Who needs them? No pants. No pants. Thank you so much for coming over here and spending your morning and taking time out of your day off. Is it your day off? Thank you. It is my day off. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sorry about that. But not at all. I am so damn so happy man. To be here. Jeez, Louise. Gladly. That's no. so sweet of you. I really appreciate it. Oh my god, it's my pleasure. Um, next time you. on TGIT, Thursday, March 30th, Grey's Anatomy is called Be Still My Soul, which is a really, really, really awesome episode about Maggie and her mom. And you're going to want to watch this because we have a couple of episodes about Maggie and her mom, which are pretty compelling and, and pretty, pretty amazing. And the other thing I'm going to say about this episode is it's directed by Ellen Pompeo, Ooh. who directed the hell out of this thing and i'm just gonna say damn it's irritating when people are good at a lot of things like it just it makes me feel like the biggest underachiever of all time (laughs) and the woman not only is an amazing actress she is a lovely funny genuine human being but she also is a really good director and did an amazing job so that's at eight o'clock next week thursday on abc scandal is called a stomach for blood And the events uh, leading up to election play a big, big part in this, as does Abby. So please watch it. It's really, really good. And that's at 9 o'clock on ABC. And The Catch is at 10 o'clock on ABC. And that's called The Family Way. If you all love TR Night and you want to see more of TR Night, you need to watch this episode because it's a super good episode. Thanks to all of you listening, and especially those who've subscribed to this podcast at iTunes.com backslash Londoland. And as always, a special thanks to EW.com for posting an exclusive first listen of the podcast. And we will be back again with another new podcast in two weeks with a very special guest from another one of our TGIT shows. But in the meantime, this is Betsy Beers saying thank you for listening. Stay safe, and we'll be talking soon. Bye-bye.